I was a wimp. I was literally a wimp when I was a little kid. Like I didn't like any confrontation at all. Couldn't like couldn't really handle it. Um, I don't know what it was. Why I was such a just a bit of a softy, but a few years I did some ongoing like just bullying and like. They, they just target me whenever they see me. You can see they just got joy out of it. Yeah, um, I'm sure you didn't know. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Because when you're sort of going through that young age, you're not you're not realising exactly what's happening. That's Shane Mitchell. He's one of Australia's most dangerous men in the octagon with a 12 and 4 professional MMA record. In the cage, he's known for his savage knockout power. Not what anyone expected from a shy kid growing up without much confidence in Adelaide's northern suburbs someone targeting me or like yeah. trying to trigger me yeah i still had no confidence in it all like uh -huh. you they, get they, that feeling yeah yeah you get that butterflies you get that sick feeling shane's been a pro fighter since 2013 and now touching 30 he's still grinding to realize his dream of making it to the ufc still constantly in contact with him it's just getting that opportunity he's had to overcome more than his fair share of adversity on the hard road to becoming a champion it's taught him what matters and what he needs to stay focused yeah sometimes you gotta make some real tough calls and like just push aside some people who like they might mean a lot to you but they're not good for you from the outside looking in we only see the glory or failure in the end result when years of work boils down to a moment that can be over in minutes and sometimes even seconds but rarely do we get to see inside the heads of those who have what it takes to put themselves in the arena when i walk out i'm telling myself i'm quicker I'm more accurate than him. I'm gonna to be too big for him. I'm too strong for him. As Rocky Balboa once said, it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome to Young Blood, an award-winning podcast on a mission to make the mental health of young men a top priority. My name's Callum McPherson, I'm a journalist, and this is our platform to open up and share stories of what we've been through because we're not alone. Let's do it. What was your younger life like growing up in the North? I was actually quite like very introverted. Mm. Um, definitely rougher, definitely a bit rougher, like going through the primary school, like growing up in like the whole Palawi area, area lot. It, it is rougher. I had issues, definitely had issues, certainly being a quiet kid. I found once people know that, you so, you somewhat get targeted like a little bit more. Push the buttons. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I was a wimp. I was literally a wimp when I was a little kid. Right. Right. Um, so people would confront you and you'd back down. For sure. Like I didn't like any confrontation at all. Couldn't like couldn't really handle it. Um, I don't know what it was. Why I was such a just a bit of a softy. But yeah, and yeah, and it wasn't like so. My parents ended up pushing me into my com the combat sports. I think just. Yeah, because right. I knew I was getting a few, like, little bit of trouble here and there. Yeah, can yeah. you remember any examples of? Oh yeah, yeah for sure, for yeah. sure. Like I remember plenty of examples. It's like, like certain kids back in school, like they end up working out that I was a softy and that they could easily trigger me. Yeah, and like trigger me in a way of like that I'd I'd cry. I literally like it wouldn't take a lot, and I'd just I'd be upset. I wasn't an angry type of reactions. It was yeah, yeah they they knew how to get me upset. A few years I did some ongoing like just bullying and like. They, they just target me whenever they see me. Tired, the typical like yeah, like you see in the movies and that, that yeah, little, little and kid there's more of them gets picked yeah. on. Oh, they, they just yeah, you can see they just got they joy. shove you in the locker yeah. and in the toilet. And they stuff. just got joy out of it. You can see they just got joy out of it. Yeah, um, I'm sure you didn't know. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Uh, no, like I look yeah. back now, it's weird because when you're sort of going through that young age, you're not you're not realizing exactly what's happening. No. Yeah, no, you're not like, conscious of the, the no, impact that's having on no. you. And then yeah. now you look back now and you're just like, well, what a piece of shit that guy was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how old were you when that was bad? Um, that's sort of like my, what was it? Uh, if I remember, be around like year, year five, year six, type yeah. of thing in primary school. Um, yeah, around that sort of that, that age, around that, yeah. And then as I started coming to my high school year, so year eight, nine, it drifted away a bit, but that's when I moved. Okay. So it wasn't until we moved house. Yeah. Um, yeah, it started changing a lot. So what was your confidence like through that time? Yeah, I didn't have much at all. Like, yeah, definitely didn't have much at all. Like, I was the type of dude I couldn't hug a girl without, like, getting okay. extremely nervous. Couldn't and, look them in the eyes. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah I was quite quite that awkward kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, confidence as well. Like, yeah, same even with just playing sport. I was quite sporty. Always good at sports, but... Yeah, I'd never be the type of guy who thought, like, I'm the best. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm always... Just not your personality? No. Did you aspire to that or you just, that wasn't you, so... Yeah, no, I, I feel like it just wasn't me, but at the same time, that's just the confidence. Like, there's, there's always a little bit of doubt 
you know? Mm. So I, know I used to I grew up playing football. Uh, always a great f- like football player. Like I end up going through all of your development squads until you like play for Centrals and Port yeah. and stuff like that. But even then, like there was always a part of me that was just held me back a bit because of my own mind, I guess. Like, yeah, so you'd overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just thought I wasn't anywhere near as good as what I was. I always thought, oh, these other guys are always a lot better than me. Yeah. Right? Where do you think that came from? Uh, honestly, got no idea. Just being no. bullied at a young age? Yeah, like, I definitely, that would definitely play play a role. Mm. Like, um, What did your parents yeah. used to say to you when they knew you were getting bullied? Um, oh, man, I, we had one real bad incident one time. It was just at the local park around the house, and... Um, so my next door neighbor was like my best friend. Um, we were up there. There's probably like th- there was like three of us, and all these these guys who like used to target me. They would roll around in big groups. There was like ten of them. Yeah. This is back when we were all like just roll, like riding around on push bikes. They all rocked up. I was like, I just knew straight away. Like here we go. Like it's only a matter of time for something happens here. Yeah, they're straight on to me. They're like harassing me, and um, my like my friend, my neighbor, like just ran back to my house and told my dad. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so my like dad, your yeah, dad ended up rocking he came up. Came out with the bat, <laughs> exactly what did he, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he rocked up and um, he got hold of one of the oldest and that. And I mean, I'm talking like I'm what well, years? I'm trying to think year five, year six. Yeah, so they're like eleven, know. twelve. Yeah, like I'm yeah, the age. Some of these guys are like seventeen, right. sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, okay. Like their older brothers and stuff like that. Um, old boy got hold of the oldest one and made him march him around to all the houses. All right. And, yeah, yeah, and spoke to all the dads. Some of the dads were like pretty shitty attitude you could see why okay that's why your yeah, son's yeah. like that but, no some of them were good some of them like put their kid in line and that but so when he got hold of the the older one the other no kid, they all ran they so all as ran soon off. as my dad rocked up they just all like they just split <laughs> they also all legged it got on yeah. their bikes rode home yeah and that um so yeah, what, did, what did he used to say to you about it my dad yeah uh nothing i'm like so trying to think back there nothing Nothing I can really remember. Like he wasn't like, you got to fight back. Nah, yeah. nah. I think he knew the situation of like how outnumbered I was in these scenarios. And yeah. I think he also knew like I wasn't a massive, I wasn't an aggressive kid or anything like that. Then he just pushed me. He just sort of pushed me into sports. Like yeah. I started off into like more your karate and stuff like that. Mm. Started off of that as a real young age. Then slowly went into like boxing, kickboxing yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, dad, I think my dad is probably definitely like got me this far massive like as in my dad's been a great i just push push me into the sports even yeah. when i was younger like i got to the point where i hated it hated training hated going to all just like your karate lessons as a young one yeah but the old man sort of just he made me he made uh-huh. me do it and i look back now and i'm like oh thank god like thank god yeah yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. was he a role model of yours yeah for sure okay. like he's the hardest working guy i know and that like yeah yeah that's for sure like i i see myself like I'm pretty hard working now. My sport, I put everything, dedicate everything to it. Very passionate. But like, I definitely say I get that from him because everything he does is exactly the same. Like just Mm. puts a hundred into it. And uh, he's the most uh, helpful guy out there. Like anyone who knows him will know like if someone needs a favor, he's there. Yeah. So that's the sort of man you want to be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 So was there a particular incident like the one you just mentioned where afterwards you started karate and it was full like karate kid? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But even then, like, well, going back to the, you know, the karate, like, I think parents just pushed me into it just a start, just a start, just to some, some, something like that. Um, yeah, karate, I was actually caught onto it real quick. I caught onto karate, like, real quick. Um, when you were, like, 11, 12? Yeah, it would have been yeah, literally at that age of when I'm starting getting the bullying that was all happening. Yeah. Uh, I carried on through that quite, oh, I can't remember, but I carried on to that all the way up. Would have been a few, oh, quite a few years. I would have yeah. done that. Oh, I, I, I honestly don't know. Easily five plus years. Yeah. And yeah. how long into that before you started to have a bit of confidence? Uh, even then, still not, still not a massive amount. Still not a, like a massive amount. Maybe in um, being able to hold myself in fights, that went up. Mm. Like the violence side of things. If guys like if I got in a punch on, I think nearly all of us males as a kid got in a fight at some age. Mm. I was, I felt fine in that scenario. Yeah. But I still didn't have confidence with just everyday things. That within yourself. Yeah. 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 Or like, I still got very nervous. Like if someone, I could see someone's like, someone targeting me or like trying to trigger me. Yeah. I still had no confidence in it at all. Like, Uh you get that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You get that butterflies, you get that sick feeling and you get that real down. Like, and you just dwell on it for ages. Like even after it happened, I still think of it for ages and ages Uh and sort of think like, why? Like, why do you do that? Why me? Like, why? Yeah. Like, yeah. So get on on a loop in your head. Like you realize now, like he's just a dick. 
And mm. that, but back then you think like, what did I do wrong? You think you're the problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, what am I doing wrong? Like, why? Like, I'm obviously doing something wrong for him to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but now I look back like, nah, he was just a straight up dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't reflect on it at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You don't have that self-confidence. Yeah. Um, so how did you used to think your life was going to go? Did you want to go and be like a pro athlete or did mm. you think about that? Nah, man, to be honest, I was, I feel like school was not for me, that's for sure. Um, I dropped out year 11, I think. Just got to a point where I didn't want to be there anymore. Didn't really know what I was going to do. I, I was just sort of went into a trade. Um, I thought that was sort of going to be it. But then now, eventually, I sort of like the fitness industry, got into like personal training, got just in my courses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, this is how I literally got into fighting. And then joined up to a gym to work from, which is CardioFlex. Just started working from the gym, um, not doing any like the fighting side of things, just general maintenance and a yep. bit of one on one PT stuff. But that gym happened to have the MMA classes. And that's where that's how I got into it. That's like it's like a movie, man. Yeah, like cool. uh, so just because I was there. And so you're still much. there now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been there. Yeah, God, and probably ten years now. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, when did you first go there? Um, it would have been about 2012, I reckon. 2012, 2011. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, around that. Okay. So yeah. how old were you then? 18. Yeah. Right. 18. Okay. Yeah. So you did karate for like five years when you were a kid. Yeah. What did you do after karate? Uh, I had a bit of a gap where I just sort of played football. Yeah. Um, got very unfit as well just because that was sort of like the more party year so like that 16 to 18 okay yeah uh, so you got into that yeah so yeah, yeah. of course like i like yeah my all my friends wanted to go out drinking and stuff like that so yeah yeah i had a few years there where it's just having fun yeah like yeah trying to go out a fair bit yeah did you like um, yourself much during that time like was that for you or it that, was what it yeah, was yeah that was to be honest that's where i started coming a little bit more confident like i think that's just because going out and socializing a lot more um, but all my friends were like quite confident people. I was still very quiet though. Yeah. I still even am till today. A lot of people like I'm that typical like introvert, but people sometimes people can see it as arrogance sometimes. Right. Okay. Um, they get a lot of people who are, they meet me now and then they say, oh, like to be honest, to be honest, I thought you were just very arrogant or like you. Know, I thought you didn't like me. Yeah. And they're like, nah, it's not like that at all. It's just I'm just, just I can be awkward. <laughs> like, just the way you are. Yeah. 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 Just, I don't. I won't really engage in a conversation unless there's a need to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How did your sort of combat skills progress? A lot of guys coming in and out, like training, competing, and that made me think, like, God, I'd like, I'd love to be able to do that. Just started training here and there. It was only like two, three sessions a week. Then all of a sudden, it was like five sessions a week. Yeah. And just kept going and going and going. And before and that like, point, you'd been doing some boxing and just a little bit. Yeah, just stuff. a little bit here in the gym, but like nothing, I'd say, to like a competition level. Yeah. And that just a little bit here and there, just, just for a bit Did of fun. Did you like watching it? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like watching it. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, yeah. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not like a big fanboy of it. Like, I don't really have any high level guys I follow massively or anyone I just like really admire. Yeah, and that, but yeah, hundred percent, I follow it. Yeah, just run your own race. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Is that sort of the case with people who get to the professional level? They're not really obsessed with how other guys are going, other than I guess uh, if it's in relation to yeah. themselves. Yeah, I think so because I because you like, don't want to be like, oh, that guy's the best. If you're trying yeah, to exactly do yeah, it right, exactly. That's that's sort of what my thought is. Yeah. It's like I don't want in my mind thinking, yeah, these guys are way better than me because you can't allow yourself to, to me, think that. Can yeah, you? yeah. To me, I want to more think these guys are my competition. Yeah, and that um, there's definitely good role like role models out there. Like I'm a big fan, like George Saint Pierre. Uh -huh. I always think he's like he's amazing, uh -huh. like, amazing fighter and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but I think that's just because that's when I was growing up, right at the start of it, and he was the man. Yeah, because there was that period of time where yeah. he was just yeah unbeatable. So, yeah, yeah. So there's still a few guys out there. I think like he's a legend, mm. and that and you can admire them and study their skills. But yeah. there's not people currently fighting where you nah, put nah. them on a pedestal. Nah, not really. Yeah, yeah. There's some great entertainers out there, but Nah, no one that I look at and I um, think like, oh, he's way better than everyone else. Uh -huh. yeah. So did someone come to you and say, hey, you should do MMA? Yeah, it's pretty much my coach like now, Craig Ike. Um, the, in 2013, the very first fight that was like, um, like it was legalized in SA. So before that, MMA wasn't even legal. Then they finally legalized it, had the very first MMA event 2013. So you came in at the right time. Yeah, I came in literally on the very first show in SA. So how long did it take to get to that point of uh, deciding like, yeah, I'm interested in um, getting into MMA and then having a, an actual fight booked? 
there's there's none like my coach just approached me and being like hey there's like they're putting on an mma show in like 10 weeks time you want to okay. go on it before you'd even like train for that specifically like for a competition yeah, yeah. i was training a bit so yeah. like and like sparring into club sparring with other guys a lot more tie boxing a lot more stand up like to be honest would have had zero ground game uh-huh on that like zero very like, very muay thai type yeah. stuff yeah yeah um yeah and coach just probably said pranch said we got a, there's a comp coming up like it got legalized yeah do you want to do it and i was yeah i was young then so i just said yes to everything there that's yeah. where Okay. Yeah, even at that young age, you're even with the sport, you're, you're very delusional as to the levels to it. Uh huh. Yeah, so I was just like, all right, cool, let's go. Okay. Right, so yeah. what what didn't you know at that time? Um, the levels, all oh, the grappling, the grappling, or even the striking, though, like, just yeah, like I said, the levels to the sport, it's very hard to explain. But like you like, thought you were pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you think yeah, you think you're pretty good, but yeah. you don't. Yeah. But only someone who truly knows the sport knows the yeah. difference between someone yeah. who's good and someone who's yeah, massively like A yeah. level. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just like me now getting like some random comment to me on the street, just being like, "Oh, like you're the fighter guy," like, and then be like, "Oh yeah, I got in a few fights in my life. Like <laughs> we should spar. Like if you need a sparring partner, oh, let me know." People actually say that. Yeah. To oh you? yeah, all the time. And you're yeah. like, "Yeah, that's not the same." Thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get that all the time. You can like, try being my sparring yeah. partner. It might yeah. not end too well yeah. for you though. Like, yeah, it's, and then yeah, it's ridiculous just, though, isn't it? How people think that. Um, yeah. when, when from the outside looking in fighting is one example but other sports you know if you were to walk up to any professional athlete mm. footy players basketball exactly. players whatever it is be someone who'd be like oh yeah I used to play mm. high school and like had a pretty good three yeah. point jump shot I could you know I, yeah. I could probably uh, you know score a few buckets on you it's like yeah. no, probably not <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's, it's actually amazing how like your people is like yeah they, that's exactly what they think and I was trying to explain that to some people like I was like oh man it's just like any other sport like you got to actually train for it properly to be good at it yeah 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 because yeah. it's not just although to the untrained eye it might just look like two guys going yeah. health leather and a yeah. scrap yeah. there's so much intricacy and detail yeah. to it yeah massively. and you have to be the complete package as an athlete mm. to be able to do it. Yeah. But yeah. it's supposed yeah. to be a physical and the mental side of things. Like, yeah, yeah oh, there's so much to the sport. Like I've grew up playing basketball, football, oh, man, I played cricket, baseball, like yeah. even tried to soccer for a little bit. And like when we're fighting, like, I find fighting is definitely one, like one sport where there's so much small detail. Like the most technical. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you gotta be so composed as well. Like mm. an error, like the consequence for an error is massive yeah like that can be it if yeah. you slip in any sort yeah. of way and yeah. there's so many ways you can lose yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah and there's yeah. so much to have to watch yeah. at all times and the consequence can be quite brutal like well it can be you yeah like, getting yeah. knocked out or yeah i've had plenty of times where i've, like, I've been like sparring or not plenty of times i've say twice in my career i've been dropped yeah um yeah and there are times where it's just like i've obviously made an error but it's gone from like I'm standing up completely straight to then next thing like you don't even know but I'm just like sideways on the floor. Yeah, right. My vision's just like side on here, uh, and I'm just like oh. Like, and you come to and you're like yeah, I'm on the mat yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you don't even there's that split second where I don't even know what happened, uh, and then you go back and you're like oh that's just yeah, you, yeah. Made, you made an error. And you then you got to get up. Yeah. Or were, made, they, were they times that you got knocked out? Uh, yeah, and I always got sort of got dropped TKO. Okay. So you get to get up. Like um, have you had yeah, times where yeah. you got dropped and you had yeah like I quickly yeah. shot up yeah. but this was one in competition was my second fight um, for a bloke named Charles August he had like it was his 50th fight but he had like 48 tie fights world titles okay. I took this on two weeks notice pretty big um, ask yeah like <laughs> so every, how did the first fight go did you win the yeah, first I won, fight I won the first uh, one so you were going, into, against, the second, you were going yeah. into the second fight like I got this guy yeah well exactly I was going in <laughs> thinking like I'm way better than what I am yeah yeah this dude's had like Oh, fuck, they had like 48 tire fights yeah like and you're like it's not gonna so, matter yeah, yeah so i'm just like I'm, i'll be as good as this guy but like yeah you're, you're so delusional as to the levels and then yeah. um yeah this, this dude dropped me in the second so round so what was your coach doing putting you in that fight was he trying to teach you a lesson or something um uh, to be honest our coach is quite like you know, like exactly like he think he feels you're only gonna get better from it uh -huh. you know? um yeah but even back then um everyone was still so new to the sport and like it's a stupid fight like anyone right now like if i had a teammate who got offered that fight i'd be like no you're not doing it because yeah, it can only end one way yeah like yeah. yeah it's very i don't think anyone expected me to win and that which is uh, even in my mind that's a bad part as well like in my mind i know i'm probably not going to win this and that which but, is not how you should be getting in no 100 100 not but I, yeah back then i don't know because i didn't see it as a long-term career yeah uh, I'd have seen it as like you get in there and you just like you want you, and you fight whoever. to that point you had it ha you hadn't had it go badly. No, not really. Like that, yeah. I'd, I've never I'd never been knocked out or dropped or anything like that. Yeah. 
um, on on that scale. Nah. So you dropped me. I, I shot back up, uh, and I was just covering up. Just getting. I was just waiting. I was like, oh, here it comes. Like he's just gonna go to town on me. Um, but the ref called it. Okay. In my mind, I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like there was like late stoppage, like or like early stoppage. Sorry, like early stoppage. Like what are you doing? And, but then I went back and looked at the video. I was like, oh man, like yeah. nah. If that ref didn't jump in, yeah. like he would have gone to town it on was, me. Like it yeah. was over. Yeah, yeah. he would have put me fast asleep. I reckon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because when you get up after getting dropped, you're not exactly in nah. the best frame of mind. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> no, nah, you're not. You're not. And like it's only when you get dropped and you shoot back up, you think like, oh yeah, that wasn't actually that bad. Yeah. But then you look at the video, you're like, oh, no. there's a split second now. I was out. Yeah, because like, yeah, like, the, the adrenaline's yeah. going. Yeah, you trick yourself into yeah. thinking because your body's in survival mode. So yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, from when you're in there to like when you look on the outside, like so when you look at the footage, so much different to when you're actually in there. Yeah, that must yeah. trip you out. Yeah. Thing, yeah, like being in there, thought I was fine. Look oh. at the footage, like anyone else would be like, you were screwed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I look back on the footage now and be like, thank God. Thank yeah. God they stopped that way. Yeah. 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 So what did that do to your confidence after that? It was a bit of a wake up call. Um that one, yeah, definitely for sure. But then I got a lot of appraisal for that fight. Mm -hmm. Like that was a huge fight where like I got nothing but appraisals just because I think no one expected me to win that fight. Mm. First round though, um But well, I thought you were tough for going in there. Yeah, and yeah. it's been then the first round I probably like I probably won the first or I I say I did win the first round, but I got him I took him down. Yeah. He didn't have any ground game. Okay. on that but um yeah i got a lot of just praise for taking the fight people like well you're like you're crazy for taking that fight even then i'm sort of just still a bit like i don't really know like i said don't know the levels i was yeah. like i don't to me i thought it's not that big of a difference but it was though. yeah oh yeah. for sure so i look at like, like me now i've had 18 pro fights like this dude's had like nearly 50 like <laughs> yeah I, like if i fought a guy who only had two fights i'll be walking but like, i'm about to kill this guy yeah like, yeah. yeah yeah you don't know yeah. what you don't know yeah so, yeah exactly you first start out. yeah but um yeah. No, I got a lot of appraisal for that fight. It wasn't until my third fight. My next fight is where I lost a lot. So I won my first one. I lost my next two. Because mm. the next fight I took on another dude from Perth. So I flew out to Perth and I took on a guy. Oh, he was probably like maybe 6 and 0, 7 or 0. Even then though, like I still thought it's not like it's only six fights. It's not a lot. Yeah. But it is. You're the like, optimist. Yeah. Like... <laughs> You're just so delusional back then. And then he sub he submitted me, so he choked me in the first round, like maybe a minute and a half into the first round. Yeah. That one crushed me. I sort of thought, like, am I even that good at this? Like, uh -huh. Or like, I just thought, oh, maybe like it's because I'm from Little Adelaide. Like, we, have, we don't have the resources. We don't have the skill here. Right. Like, these bigger cities are going to have way better coaching and stuff like that. I'm like, man, are we... Like we just, yeah, yeah. Pull but that wasn't the case. Like, you nah. were just a punk. Nah, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just taking on fights I shouldn't have been. Mm. I was just taking on like taking on these guys way too soon. Mm. Uh, and then, then then it got to a point where I started getting a bit of structure going. I started like taking on like proper matchups and stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, and then it started going more in my favor. Yeah, and then ever since there, I've been on a, a tear. Like I think, like well, I said, no, that happened. So my like I said. Had probably the three fights in one year, so it's like 2013. Had the two losses in 2013. What's it been? It's 2021 now. I've only had two losses since that. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that humbled you and then yeah. sort of wised up and yeah. work, worked on the. Yeah, and just become smarter, a lot smarter. And like, yeah. 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 Start just thinking more on that rather than just doing, going. Like I said, like everyone thinks. They, they're a hero when they fight everyone thinks they're an awesome fighter like certainly males yeah. everyone like when they're new to it they think they are the best yeah yeah until best. they get dropped yeah 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 it takes yeah. a few but i guess a lot of people by then would have just quit uh-huh whereas i sort of kept yeah, going yeah yeah and that's it and i think that's what we love about fighting yeah. and sports in general is the heart aspect of it yeah. isn't it and i try and pass that back down to the guys coming up is this like there's so many there's always someone out there who can kick your ass mm. um you just need to be smart about like seeing this sport. I think it's to do with any sport though. You need to be smart, building up your just your all your attributes. Don't take on stuff too early, on that. But it's very hard. Like I said, with a lot of them, you can tell it's just gone in one ear and out the other. Because mm. they, yeah. they haven't been humbled exactly, yet. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes the yeah. only way to learn is to experience yeah. it for yourself. Yeah. And you do. We do see a lot come and go at the gym. Like they have that one fight every now and then. They might have two. But then if things don't go exactly how they want it, yeah. they quit. Mm. And even sometimes uh, in the UFC, you see a fighter who's been a great champion who mm. then will have a bad loss and never really be the same afterwards as yeah. well. Yeah, a lot of some people like those don't do well with losses at all. Mm. Yeah.
because the mental aspect of it is just yeah. so key. Yeah. So sure. what was the rest of your life like when you were becoming a professional fighter and that became a huge priority in your life? What else was sort of going on around you? Um, man, to be honest, once I became a pro fighter, things started changing a lot as in there were so many people who just never give you the time of day Yeah. that would start trying to give you the time of day uh-huh. and that. Um, but yeah, I like, like they want something from you. Yeah, or they just think like, all of a sudden they're trying to be your mate. I was sort of very, quite low key there because all I did was train. Yeah. Um, you know, like I wasn't going out a lot. A lot I was training a lot. I was trying to like more just focus on like, oh, like I love this. Like I want to be like the best. Yeah. Like stop drinking, stop going out, stop yeah. partying, trying like to trying to not get choked out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and then you see you come across someone you haven't seen in years who like you're like, oh, yeah, like, like this guy didn't just he wouldn't even look at me in school or something like that. Yeah, they're just trying to act like that. You're like we're awesome, mate. We've been mates our whole life. Uh-huh. It's just like what? Like it's a lot of that fake sort of. Yeah, stuff. you definitely get a lot of that, yeah, especially like as hard as it was for you at school. Yeah. Do you ever have any of those guys that used to bully you? Uh, Did they ever know who you became? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I've definitely come across them, and now nah, they're not. They they definitely haven't spoken to me, but mm-hmm. they're the type like. They were just like, we sort of make that eye do reckon they Do you reckon they talked amongst themselves after they saw you had like, uh, you won like 12 pro fights and they're like, maybe we should apologize to this guy. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> that would actually be very interesting. I'd love to know what's going on in their head. But yeah. like, now nah, I've come across with someone and we've sort of just had that eye contact and then they've just wow. looked, they look away. Yeah. And like, I think they might think, because a lot of people think, oh, a pro fighter, he's probably got anger issues. Yeah. He's probably going to like, He's going, to be very, he's going to be aggressive. Mm. And I think a lot of these guys see me and they're like, oh shit, like mm. he's going to come beat the crap out of me. But yeah. nah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't hold, ever hold grudges. Like I don't know exactly who they are, but not, there's no point do I want to go to their level and be like, all right, time for some revenge. No. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Because, because you know that that's in that context, that's a low act. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And anyone who really knows how to fight knows the consequences of fighting as mm. well. Yeah. 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 I have no interest in no. any of that stuff and. Yeah. If anything, like they they probably help me. They probably help me get to where I am. And most of the time, mm. people who want to crack on in the street or have yeah. a go at someone, they're, they're dickheads who don't know what they're doing, yeah. and they're they're relying on whoever they're trying to turn into a victim doesn't know what they're doing either. Yeah, because yeah, pretty much. If you actually do, then you're not going to want to just fight some no. random. You know, no. So I know quite a few guys now who can fight. Like obviously, just like fight professionally properly and. I find there's hardly any of them, hardly, like near like next to none of them would encourage a street fight. No, and that, of course, there's, of course they're going to hold like they're going to defend themselves, but or like all of them, like, I've seen going out with some of the, my fight team before, and like small incidents that happen, and like we're all sitting there being like, only if this guy knew what what he was getting himself into, <laughs> but he's just so lucky that that like that yeah. that pro fighter right there just doesn't want to bar of it. Yeah, and that yeah, yeah, and lucky that it's not a pro fighter who's only had his first fight and is still a hothead. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there's still definitely some hotheads in the industry though. Mm. There is like it's just well, you get those different personalities and different yeah. things work for different people. Yeah, but I suppose what you earn through all those years of hard work and knowing the effort that you've gone to and and what you've had to put yourself through is that sense of calm and yeah. that, that self confidence. Yeah. Where you know you probably if someone's off their rocker like in the street now mm. or someone wants to say anything to you you know you probably, those butterflies are probably pretty relaxed yeah I'd say yeah yeah for sure violence doesn't phase me too much anymore it's yeah. a weird thing to say it's just like well yeah it couldn't yeah. it couldn't I mean, yeah. you've been faced with yeah. a fair bit of it yeah 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 exactly so like so even like at work working in the security industry getting punches thrown at me like I don't freak out too much. We've had yeah. a lot of punches thrown at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 When you first started getting hit for real, what was that like to take? That? Oh yeah, that, that's horrible. That's like that's very hard to get used to. Like hard. Yeah. Because yeah, so yeah. like you're always flinching. Like you mm. you get hit and you're so used to like wanting to turn away, and like trying to like in the fighting you you don't want to be turning away. Whereas usually in the street, like you get punched for that first time. First thing you do is turn away. Uh-huh. And that, yeah, trying to get used to that, trying to not flinch too much when you get hit, that was hard. Did you used yeah. to be scared of it? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Like, yeah, I, like certainly when you're standing across with someone who I knew had better skill than me, um, and you're standing there, you're sparring with him, with your training, and you know in your head like there's a higher chance that he's going to probably hit me more than I'm going to hit him. Yeah, hundred percent. You're like that there. You're you're just waiting for it, and you're quite you're quite nervous. Like even you're only training, but you're quite nervous to stand in there and just like you're trying to enter and work your thing but at the same time you're like oh i'm about to get hit yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and at that point you probably shouldn't be fighting that person no, unless yeah. it's just sparring but that's just fine that's i guess that's how you get better though like i guess you gotta like 
eat a bit of dirt before you actually get better like yeah 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 for sure um so did you at what point did you think i could actually do this for real for a living um I went away to Canberra. I can't remember the exact year, but I fought in a uh, eliminator, so I fought like twice in one night. So it's like, yeah, so it's like a four man eliminator, four like, middleweights, um, punch I versus a guy. Um, like there's two, two like yeah, two middleweights, two middleweights. There were two winners fought for yeah, like that. So and fighting twice in one night is absolutely ridiculous yeah. for anyone who doesn't know about fighting. Yeah. You know, yeah. the build up is months and months to have one fight yeah. so like yeah. you want to really hope you finish that fight without getting you want to finish like, that first one quickly yeah yeah, yeah. so what um, happened that night yeah so that's probably i ko'd both okay and up ko on both guys um first fight i ko'd to do in like second round very like very start of the second round and then the last fight i ko'd to guy in the first round about a minute and a half in but that was the first time where i sort of start like i don't know i felt a bit calmer mm. wasn't too nervous like too nervous still 100% nervous but it wasn't over the top where I got like tunnel vision and a full adrenaline rush yeah but um, yeah, that was the first time where like just getting the two KOs in one night I'm like oh crap like I can actually really put these guys away uh-huh. that was the sort of eye opener of like alright like I definitely have what it takes to like really start putting these guys down and like not even just winning through like it's a lot of time you win just through you break them like, yeah they give up you wear them down yeah, yeah. they wear up but yeah and this was like oh, okay now nah, i can like put these guys away with like just one shots and stuff like that what did that feel like for you to knock someone out the first time and then after that uh yeah you surprise yourself like you know, when it actually happens you're like you're sort of because it just happens like, does it feel like, good or is it kind of like scary it, it, it honestly it feels good in the way of like winning like the mm. but you just in the competition way you're like yeah sweet because that'd be awesome for like highlight reel getting out there yeah but 100 percent, you're sort of like still like looking down at them thinking like, oh i hope like hope he's all right yeah like because yeah. it's not like you're a malicious guy nah and it's, no, a, it's a sport and you both know what you're getting yeah. yourself so into so straight away like the very first initial like thought is like yeah like yeah. you celebrate you're like nice like because like, you don't you don't actually expect them like nearly all my knockouts i haven't been like all right here you're getting knocked out like it's just happened in exchange like boom he's, he's down i'm like oh yeah. he's down and that yeah like and you're like oh yeah like nice like yeah it's kind got, of a like, shock got, to you like, like, you like i got the win like yeah i got the win and you sort of like go off and celebrate for maybe like five three to five seconds yeah. and then straight away you like look back like oh is he all right uh-huh yeah so you're still like i said it's no there's no grudge in the fights and that, like, I mean, they can be built up. There's 100 percent of fights out there where you'd look in the UFC. Like, I'm sure, like guys right. who guys who beat McGregor would have been loving it. And I'm yeah. pretty sure that no point they turn around, and be like, oh, is McGregor all right? No, no, no. But that's all the game of it. Too, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, that's a bit more when you get a bit more into it. Yeah. Now, nah, but right now, I'm like just when I'm, all my regional fights where I've just fought, yeah, other guys from Australia. Yeah, 100. Even though if, even if I knocked them out, I still celebrate but yeah you're still sort of in your, in your back of your mind you're like oh i hope i didn't hurt him too yeah because you've been that guy yeah. as well yeah exactly yeah, so i think that's an important yeah. part of it and you probably. never want someone to get injured you never want someone to like not be out of fight yeah, exactly. yeah 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 because you know what it means to them as it yeah. does to you so there's that respect there as well yeah yeah so you, at that point you knew yeah you can fight for real yeah um, after that my confidence went up massively what year was that oh i can't remember but that i reckon that would have been around 2015 or 2016 yeah i reckon okay would have been roughly around then yeah yeah so you kept your training schedule the same after after you had these like real notable moments did you have more and more people you know hangers on or people in your ear saying like yeah for sure like it definitely just the more your wins you get the more sort of attention you get the more media as well yeah and that um yeah like I was pretty good at keeping composed and like, cause there's a lot of, so I was quite a few people being like, oh, like USA yeah. and stuff like that. Cause there's quite a bit of hype around that. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause I, but that was like, some of that started happening early, but I was, I was pretty good at, I was like, yeah, that would be amazing. That, mm. like, that sounds good. And that did make me think, all right, like maybe we can look to start going to a major, major organization. But I was pretty good at being like. Being grounded. Though. Yeah. Or like, I knew like, ah, oh, it's too early mm. and that like, uh, I feel like the majors is like not a place to grow; it's a place to perform. Yeah. So I knew, like, even then, like, some people were like, "Oh, UFC, UFC," and in my head, I knew, like, "Nah, I'm not ready. Uh-huh. I'm not ready." Yeah. So you would try not to buy into your own hype too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you knew what it was like to get knocked out in your second fight after. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Being for overconfident. Sure. And I still think it even goes back to when I was a child, and I still that tiny bit of the confidence there. Like, I was never like. 100% confident in my ability like the doubt yeah exactly do you think you still, need to have an element of doubt 
Uh, or do you try to go in the cage now with zero doubt? Yeah, to be honest, I go in with zero doubt, but I respect him. I 100% know, like, all right, this guy, like, I know the fight world now, and I know this guy definitely is capable of, like, winning. He's, yeah. he's definitely capable of, he could hit me with that right punch and knock me out. I know that's 100% a possibility. Mm. But I now do walk in thinking like, I will win. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. So you've been at this for the best part of a decade now. Yeah. What's been the reality of actually keeping this dream alive? To keep it alive. Yeah, to be able to like pay the bills and yeah, stuff. Because so people work, would assume yeah. that, oh, he's a pro fighter, so he gets 100K every fight. Yeah, wish. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you've had to work this whole time. Uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, work. Man. Like, it's, it is, has been hard, like, trying to work full, pretty much full time and then have the competition on top. Certainly coming into fights, it's quite hard. Like it's a sacrifice of going out. Like I don't, I don't really get to go out and party or anything like that. Yeah. Like, but to be honest, I, I sort of drifted away from that because it's just nothing worse now than just having a hangover. Like yeah. getting drunk, having a massive hangover it takes me like a whole week to recover completely. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, you can't be with, the, with the clock ticking. You can't be losing. Yeah, losing weeks like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah that's, What's your schedule like though, work wise and everything? Uh, work nights. I've always worked nights. So pretty much, I when I very first um, sort of started the fighting, I was, I, I was at first I was in the fitness industry, like in the gym, personal training. I can that because it was very hard to train all these people during the day and then train myself. Yeah, always been in an environment that was hard. I went into security, um, started just bouncing stuff like that. Uh, it was all night work. It was in. I'd work usually like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. But yeah, it, my whole schedule would be wake up, eat. Because you, you, you got to get your sleep right. You got to get yeah. your, your eight hours nutrition always right. Like, yeah. If I don't get my eight, usually I'm pretty <laughs> you grumpy. Look out, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty grumpy. <laughs> and I, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it used to be wake up, train, have a few hours in between. I used to be like eating, you'd rest a bit, go train again, and, yeah. that, and then straight to work on that yeah yeah that's more coming into fights like training is definitely like ups and that in when like sort of what you could call like an off season where there's no fights happening might only train like once once a day but it's the same deal sort of like wake up you might just be able to quickly do a few errands you go to training i'll be taking my work clothes shower at the gym straight to work go to work go home sleep yeah. Do it again. How have you gone with handling that mentally, like being that disciplined over over all those years? Yeah, it has its ups and downs. So uh, I'm pretty good with it as in now a lot of my friends, because I've been doing it for so long, like a lot of my friends and that are in the same industry. So I still get my social time even while working nights and having a schedule like this. A lot of my friends are either from the gym or at my work. Mm-hmm. So I find like that's sort of kept me a bit sane. Um but that definitely has uh, moments where I'm like, man, like, I'm just so overnight work, or yeah, or yeah, like yeah, sometimes you even get that point where you're like certainly like right now when the whole COVID's going on, the uncertainty of what's happening with the fight game, like there's always that little party of like, man, like am I missing out on a lot of other things in life yep. because of this and that? Because it's a huge yeah. sacrifice, isn't it, to dedicate yeah, so much? Yeah, to so that. it means everything. It's everything, like yeah. yeah, like everything you could think of, like a lot of friendships. Like I still got a lot of good friends out there, but I just don't get to see them. And that, like some of my best friends out there from high school, I in my mind they're still my best mates, but I don't get to see them. And that well, my, I'm lucky to catch up with them maybe once every few months. Mm. And um, you still want it all to pay off, yeah. And right now you just want at least the opportunity to be able to go and give it your best. Yeah, pretty you much. Can't even get that. Yep, it's only right now during these times. Yeah, it's definitely definitely plays on the mind a bit. So the past few years you've only had like three fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. It's been rough, real rough. Mm. Yeah. So what's that like training constantly, having to keep making these sacrifices, but yet yeah. having in the back of your mind, well, is this even going to... Yeah, it does your head in. It definitely does. Like um, I, I, I get every time I go out, nearly every weekend when I'm at work or something, I come to someone, they straight away they ask, when's your next fight? Yeah. It's usually the most, that would be the most common question. Like, when are you fighting next? And, uh, and even with sometimes just like, I don't know. I don't know. And they'll be like, well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you tell it's me. Like, yeah, exactly. I was yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I just can't get a matchup. Yeah. And they're like, well, like, and then you get these guys who are like, oh, well, you need to fight more often. He's like, I'll fight you. I think, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you I need to fight more often. Yeah. Of that, yeah. It's not that you don't want to fight. Yeah. But, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Thank, thanks for that. Like, yeah. Thanks for that information. Like, yeah. I can do lots of that. Because the only way for you to fight at your level is for there to be a pro event. Yeah, yeah. And, and in order to do that, there has to be the money there and there has to be the and, people. Yeah, the matchup as yeah. well. Like, 
Um, certainly coming down from middleweight to welter, there's, there's there's some great welters in there, but I have found it's very, very hard to get a matchup. Certainly now with like my 12 wins, like 11 finishes, uh-huh. it's very hard to get someone. People don't want to fight you. Yeah, there's plenty. There's been plenty who have like just sort of been like, nah, like uh-huh. they see what other options they get. Like there's been guys up there who have put out on their social media like looking for a matchup for this guy. Yeah. And I've been like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. But then they'll, they'll show they a reply that. of like, we want to see what other options come through yeah. first. And <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. So, yeah. you know, your, your own yeah. your own records sort of biting you in the ass yeah. a bit there. Yeah, it does. But that's the game. That's the game. Yeah, well, like, you weren't going to go out there and not win though, if yeah. you could. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, like, why, if they're not confident, like, I wouldn't, right now, I wouldn't take a fight with someone who, if in my head, straight was like, he's going to fuck me up. Yeah. Like, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't fight you. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's the mentality I want to have. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like, I feel like even in the fight world, like certainly because the majority of my wins are from knockouts, mm. like not many guys it's like- It's intimidating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not many yeah. people want to take on that. And if there's other options, of course they're going to take it. I'd be exactly the same. There was some dude out there who was like 15 and 0 and he's just knocked out 15 people. But then, oh, they, you, or you could fight this guy who's 10 and 3, but he like usually his fights just go to the decision. He's not that devastating. Yeah, money's his, the same. Yeah, money's the same. His opponents don't really get hurt. Yeah. Like, because that yeah. single loss can be devastating for your reputation or for yeah. for yourself mentally. Yeah. You know, to yeah. get knocked out. So only out. like right now if you're in like that top ten, you're trying to go somewhere far, like that loss is massive. Mm-hmm. And that loss is massive. I come off a loss like three fights ago. And that and like huge like damage. And you hadn't had one for a while. No, I hadn't had one in like probably six years. Shit. Yeah. And that, um, and that was the fight walking in. I think everyone expected me to win. Mm. I walked in confident and that. Um, what happened in that one? Uh, that, so that was the middleweight. So that's the weight class above what I am now. Um, man, the dude was just, uh, he had his jiu-jitsu black belt. He was just a big, strong, big, strong dude. He just like picked me up, put me on. Like just took me, he would have took me down like four times in a row. Like as in did not let go of me once. Like picked me up, took me down. I stood up I'm like, okay, that was like, a lot different like as in i sort of thought that doesn't usually happen yeah and, I, and then he just did it again and again and again and i'm like oh my god like what is happening here uh-huh. and then yeah and he just grappled for me. he just grappled fuck me yeah and that yeah. so did you need to work on that part of your game more yeah for sure well i already knew like his jiu-jitsu black belt he's been doing like grappling and from a, like his where he got his black belt from was like we knew he's gonna be decent he's gonna be decent he's not gonna be a bum um I honestly just thought he wouldn't get me there. I just honestly thought, nah, he won't be able to take me down. Uh-huh. Nah, but Because you weren't used to getting taken yeah, down. Yeah, well, you just look yeah. at him and he doesn't usually use much technique to take down. He uses raw power. Yeah. And I was like, nah, he won't. But this dude, mind you, this dude was also like a power lifter. Uh-huh. Okay. And I just underestimated how strong this dude was. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, yeah. So humbled again. So I guess it is yeah. It is important to have those experiences, though, to, yeah. to grow from them as yeah. well. And ever, but ever since that, like, I was like, all right, because I was at middleweight. Ever since that, I'm like, oh, I'm staying at welter. No more middleweights. And that, did that rattle your confidence having that loss uh, for the next one? Like, how did you approach that, the next one? No, that was fine because the next one, that's there straight away. Like, literally, after that show on the mic, I'm like, all right, I'm got like, no approach, no more middleweight for me, go on a welter. Uh-huh. And that, that there straight away was just like these, because I already had a few fights beforehand where the guys have got hold of me. I'm like, oh man, he's so strong. Like, he's way bigger than me. Yeah. Um, it's just the weight cutting, I wasn't cutting a lot of weight. Mm. Um, and but I was able to sort of like create space and get the win, or just get the KO or something like that. Then then this was the first one where I like I just couldn't get that space. I couldn't just couldn't finish the guy. Like even there, there's a few times I did get the space. I like threw some like threw some hands connected to the point where I'm thinking, yep, that'll be it. And that but nah, he just kept just going, going. Work. Yeah, he's he's just eating them and walking through them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, that was that there straight away changed my whole career and the whole like all right going down a weight class i'm going to do proper big weight cuts like yeah. these because these other guys like, i'm talking to them after the fights like the last few and they're, they're cutting like 10 kilos like a week out and stuff like that i was like i need to start doing that uh, so what yeah. are they what were those camps what have those camps been like for you cutting that kind of Do weight because it? it's inc- incredibly brutal yeah brutal like as the camp itself not too bad like if you do the diet right but then the weight cut because i do it through a salt bath so uh-huh. i did about seven kilo on the day so how does in. that how does that happen sit in the bath so pretty much like you got to weigh in so you weigh in say at six o'clock at night i'll probably get up in the morning start like you start running a bath you use like epsom salt you yeah. have the bath pretty much as hot as you can bear you sit in there you start you feel your body start sweating like hell you're in there for maybe 15 minutes jump out you're wrapping towels and you just let the you just feel yourself sweating because so not the so sauna no nah, i don't like the sauna because okay. i don't really like my head 
Uh, like, yeah. I like the bath, having my head out of the steam. Okay. Um, it's still horrible. Yeah. It's still like the worst time of my life. And you're doing that lot all day? Yeah, pretty much until you hit the weight. Until you get the weight. And my last one was quite bad. Um, turnaround was fine, but the weight cut itself, so in that last kilo, like just you're exhausted. Like you're just it's, trying to stay awake. It's very difficult. Um, and this is just before you have to this is, so be at your best. So. Yeah, so well, this is you weigh in and then you've got about 24 hours. Yeah. So you're weighing to say, I'm fighting Saturday night, you weigh in Friday night. Yeah. yeah. So you can get a lot bigger before you actually get yeah. back. Oh, yeah, I put on nearly 10 kilo in, the, in the yeah, day. Yeah, like I put on like, <laughs> it'd be about nine. I would have walked in probably like that, around that nine kilo heavier than uh, what I weigh in it. Yeah. And most guys are doing that. Your yeah. high level, like maybe not that. That's a pretty big one. Mm. Uh, um, so in my height, like there's not many welters at a six, like six, like six one. And I'm six one. Most welters are probably like yeah, 5'10". Like I'll say on average around that five ten, five eleven. Yeah, so they're a bit stockier. So yeah, they're a bit so a bit yeah. Just well, even then, like this the weight cut. So I found like even walking in as a welt like welter weight, I'm not even like a skinnier one either. Yeah. Um. So it was just so much better, so much better in the when you're you're fighting, you sort of clash and you have got that body on body and that the, like, just the weight of each other. Some of the middleweights, I'm like, whoa, like, this guy, yeah, I'm yeah. like, this guy's huge. Yeah. That. Whereas in, when, as soon as I went to welter, I was like, oh, wow, this is so much better. Mm. Yeah. What's been the hardest thing about it all for you mentally? In the fight in general? Uh, like in the preparation, in managing your own life around it all? That, like the hardest aspect of all your yeah, lifestyle? Yeah, it's the, just the composure. It's literally just the mind, like staying composed, not freaking out. Because you're, you're coming across your... You're getting matched up against some dude like 10 weeks out maybe and you know for this whole 10 weeks this guy is busting his ass simply to beat you up yeah. like when you get in a fight on a street or something like that and it just happens like out of the it's just element of surprise and it's just boom go you're fighting there's you're you're in, you're in the in the zone like you're not really thinking about it mm. when you're 10 weeks out all you're doing is thinking about yeah, it and like you can't help it because you're going to training like every single day you're going to training and when you're at training you know exactly why you're training you're training to fight this guy in like 10 weeks time yeah and then it's like nine weeks eight weeks seven weeks and that um and you're pretty much just trying to not overthink it like you you know exactly like this guy is going to come in to try and rip your head off mm. they're like you're studying their game you're looking at some of their fights and stuff like that and like you might even be looking at fights where he knocks someone out Something like that. Yes, yeah, like, so you're, you're obsessing over it. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like at the same time, you got to study it, but you got to not get too invested in how good he is. No. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah. Because yeah. you've got to be the best, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Whereas that's the biggest thing is trying to make sure. Yeah. Exactly. You're like you keep in your mind that like, you're the better. Like you'll yeah. be like I'm better than him. So have yeah. you really had to hone that over yeah. your career? Like, and also being able to flip that switch because yeah. I imagine you have to be able to be an animal. To yeah. go in there because yeah. if you go in there and the other guy's a killer and you're not like you don't you can't flip that switch yeah. then it just can't end well for you yeah no nah, I've found I've been it's only been the last maybe five fights where I started getting a lot more the better yeah, I said this like composure that better composure and like just being able to like keep your nerves like calm like steady not free because there's so many times like in those early fights you go in and you're just so tense you're yeah. so tense and that and like, and fighting wise you're better if you lose yeah exactly yeah. you need to be like real relaxed and like you got to trust that you're trying to you, you exchange punches and you're in your head like when you're really nervous you're thinking i want to knock him out with every single punch i throw yeah and that which it does it doesn't happen and then that you easily. end up like leaving yourself open yeah exactly leave something or you gas out you know? yeah, yeah. Okay. now i've sort of started being able to compose myself to the point where no no like just be patient like yeah wait like, for just, it yeah, yeah wait for it wait for it it'll, it'll just happen it yeah. just happens but you have yeah. to earn that through experience yeah. there's no way to start off like nah. that like yeah. if you're gonna start off like that that's good gift to have mm. real good gift to have yeah because I feel like if someone walks into a fight and they're not mega nervous, like you've got something wrong with you. Yeah, which yeah. could also work. Yeah. I mean, some of the guys you see, like, yeah. they, like they got something to be wrong with yeah. them. Some of the Eastern European dudes, I'm like, oh, yeah. man. You look into their eyes, they're just black. Yeah. You're like, fuck, fighting that I think guy. Think of the ones that the environments they grow up in yeah. are probably pretty crazy. And to them, a, a fight in a cage is like, absolutely like nothing. Khabib, who grew up wrestling bears. Yeah. Like his dad. <laughs> yeah. It's just completely ridiculous. Man, like. that would be scary if some of those, <sighs> like, like there's countries that have just been around war the whole time they probably like had a like they probably lost a lot of loved ones and friends and family like yeah. constantly they're constantly fight, like f like fighting and stuff like that yeah. I feel like they're to like them, bred that way exactly because you're obviously a pretty nice guy and yeah. like you said you, you know you've never been this um, like hot headed aggressive dude you're quite the opposite yeah and you can still go there yeah but you're not like 
some of these people would be in that that's how they've been bred to yeah. like be this yeah. thing. So it's just interesting that there's like, you know, there's there's different ways to skin a cat, yeah. but I think people would assume like you have to be like some yeah. hectic. Oh, like, yeah. Everyone when they met, like, or say they don't know me, but like they know of me, but I've never met me, think straight away, he's going to be hot-headed, he's going to be aggressive, he's going to have like, he'll flip out over anything. Yeah. That's what they think. But yeah. nah, it's not. Like, it's, it's nearly impossible to trigger me, like get me angry now. Like you have to, I don't know, like you have to be, do something real, like specific to get me angry now. I find there's not many times where I'm not an angry guy because whole violence and stuff like so that just never doesn't, been, doesn't face yeah, me anymore. Yeah. So UFC champion um, Israel Adesanya, before he gets in the, or when he gets in the cage, he famously says, I'm prepared to die. And you can yeah. see him like speaking it out loud. Yeah. You relate to that? Uh, so, you know, I probably, no, I probably have never gotten to that point where i've needed to tell myself i'm prepared to die um but i feel like is that a, do you think that's a show thing or do you think 100%, that's yeah 100%, that's him him obviously trying to just like get his head in the zone like trying yeah. to just get in your own get in your own head but 100 i do that as i'm walking out to the fight he might have said the quote like i'm prepared to die like i like like a mantra sort of thing. yeah it is like always like um i'm when i walk out i'm telling myself i'm quicker i'm more accurate than him I'm going to be too big for him. I'm too strong for him. Yeah, yeah it's just the hype. You have up. to believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's what that's what get, make, gets the win. It's only coming to those later rounds. You're gassed. You're tired. Your mental is exactly what gets you into those. Um, gets you through those later rounds. Mm. Nah. Mm. And how do you flip that switch off? Because I can't imagine the adrenaline rush and the hype of going in there so and the build up and then. Winning or losing, yeah. and then being able to like go back to just being chill. Yeah, like it's just talking to yourself, man. Like even when in my in the fight, I'm in my head. I'm just talking to myself in my head. Like uh, last fight, for example, very first exchange. Like took took a while to sort of like work my way and get to a point where like, I I feel comfortable to throw here. I remember to throw on the ver very first combination, and it was just, it was going back to the whole. All right, I'm trying to rip his head off mid combo. I'm telling myself like, no, 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 calm down, calm down, calm down, like. Like ease up, yeah. like relax. Because that's what relax. you would have done in the yeah. past. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah, usually like you just you don't even talk to yourself. You just stay like real like stiff and just just throwing heavy, heavy, uh -huh. heavy. You're just trying to rip this guy's head off, and then yeah. like, I, you get through the first round, you're back in the corner, and you're absolutely gassed. You can't even understand what your coach is saying because you're that tired. Yeah. And that. It's interesting yeah. to think that you, yourself and and most fighters are probably having that. Mm. that inner monologue with themselves as they're fighting yeah. and like there's oh, another person head. there's yeah. another person there that's the task yeah to defeat them yeah. but it's just you and yourself sort of battling yeah. mentally to yeah oh, 100%. even like if i'm like standing there we're fighting and he sinks one through and like, i just like i don't know this gives me a good one like whack like yeah. i feel i'm not like oh you prick like no like, if anything you're i'm talking like, to yourself yeah like, if anything, I'm like, oh nice yeah exactly i'm <laughs> yeah. like oh fuck nice you like he got yeah. he sung that one in and i'm like all right now what can i do to make sure i don't get hit with that again yeah so it's not even about oh. them no nah, yeah, no it's not it's, it's all about you. about you yeah exactly yeah, that's a good way to put it yeah it's like because i think people would think that as well they'd think like he's just thinking like oh, i'm gonna fuck this yeah guy exactly no no so i'm focusing on my own game and that like i'm trying to read his game but just trying to like get around his game like yeah you like focusing on me yeah, if he cracks me, no point. I'm like, oh, I got to get you back now. Nah, yeah, no. Nah, if anything, I'm like, oh, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Like, now, what, what can I? How can uh -huh. I counter that? Yeah. And that, yeah, I like try and pick up a pattern. I'm like, okay, he's like, he hit me with that jab. I'm like, oh, and he's like, he's thrown that jab a few times now. Yeah, it's just this like, big, yeah, match, I'm like, big right, chest I'm gonna try, game. Yeah, I'm like, right, I'm gonna try and bait him to throw it again. I'm gonna counter it this time. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, cool. it's so exactly, it is a big chess game. Yeah. yeah. Through all your experiences that you've had, what have you learned that takes away from your focus? right now just the mess the world's in um the covid stuff that was definitely um it definitely gets to the point where like certainly now when like lockdowns and stuff are happening and you think like oh yeah we're getting better we're getting better and then all of a sudden it starts going backwards that there can sometimes be like man like i've only got like this time time's so important here yeah and then yeah it gets to the point where it's just like your motivation just drops hard because you're like man i can't even compete my manager's based over in america and like he was even saying, like it's nearly impossible for me to go compete like internationally. If it wasn't for COVID, you probably could. And that there, just straight away, you're like, fuck, man. Yeah, because there are things in. beyond your control. Yeah, exactly. And like, because that's the exact thing. Like when it's in your control, I've got nothing but myself to blame. Yeah. And that. And you're good with that because yeah. you're happy to make yeah. the improvements. But when it's not in your control like this, it's just like it's frustrating. It's very frustrating, and your motivation definitely goes up and down mm. even like after my last fight and then i like, had a few weeks off talking to my manager and stuff like that um 
and then just the whole like the whole international side of things is just like it doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon your motivation because you're still is, thinking you're still thinking UFC potentially in the back of your mind yeah 100% 100% mm. that's definitely that's a go goal. like yeah we've already had contact from him like a couple of years ago yeah um, still constantly in contact with him it's just getting that opportunity like mm. realistically I need him to come back to Australia yeah because with the visas and stuff like that it's not the normal visa you're obviously making money so it's but with, with COVID and everything aside you reckon you could be ready to make yeah. that jump yeah out? for sure mm. for 100% yeah I feel like I'm I'm ready definitely yeah. um, like I said it's just and you're 29 you're in your prime yeah exactly and that window yeah you're, you're all too aware is going to close yeah because that's the sh that is the crap thing like I feel like like time like time goes so quick as well like so quick and then during these times it's hard and it's just that part of yours, man. Like, man, well, I really hope this clears up. But like I said, you got no control. So how are you able to keep pushing yourself and put that aside? Usually just my like friend, like friends and team, family and stuff like that. Like my like my housemate is um, also another pro fighter. Um, he's on my case. Like if I don't go to training, he'll drill me, and that that helps massively. And that like if I yeah, he just if I don't go to training, he just call me lazy. Mm. And like yeah. Um, that's really good. And even the same with the team, like the coaches and stuff like that. Like if I sort of don't, like if you had that session where you decided you just didn't go, and that, he'd message you. He'd message you, be like, what's wrong? Everything all right? Type of thing. Yeah. That, so it's, it's not just you. Even yeah. though it's just you in the cage, you've got a team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got a team. They all like sort of keep the hype going and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You have your, you have, like, so you have your ups and downs, or you have your, sometimes your motivation will dip, but then you'll, it'll ride back up. Mm. Like, that's how I think any humans like that, as in, yeah, motivation is not going to be consistent, yeah. but just, ha habit and true passion means you just exactly, keep, you yeah. just keep showing up. Well, I think that's the big difference. Though, is a lot of people like they lose motivation, they quit. That's They're it. the ones who don't really go far. It's mm. the ones like even when you have zero motivation, you just got to still do it. You just got to show yeah. up. That's just what we keep doing. Like, yeah. like, that's how champions are made, yeah. and I think that's ultimately whether we realize it or not. As fans of sport, that's what we respect. Yeah. Um, and in, even outside of a sport context, whether it's it's work or people who contribute to the community, it's people who, you know, when they don't want to do it, when the motivation's yeah. not at a high and it would be so much easier yeah. to quit or not rock up that yeah. you don't quit. And I think that's everything in life. Yeah. Like any any job or like any, certainly like sports or anything competitive or like is like exactly like, so even with someone trying to get promoted in a job and that, and they feel like, they're trying to work their way up. They work their way up. Like everyone wants to make more money, or everyone wants to grow. And that, um, and I feel like yeah, you know, people like start working their way up, and they get to the point where they're so close, but they're not getting it yet. And then they're like, oh, like I put in so much, and I'm not getting any reward. And they start like dropping back down. And they're the ones that, and the ones that like you're like, nah, just keep going, keep going, keep going. They'll eventually get it. Mm -hmm. But then you get some of those who just drop back down and they just lose their passion and that's like, that's yeah. that's the majority and sports yeah. are a, a metaphor for life yeah but there's levels to it and there's yeah. levels to people who say oh yeah like i'm working as hard yeah. as i can or um yeah i'm passionate yeah and then uh, you embody what that truly means because yeah. if someone says oh, i am pretty passionate about it like yeah, yeah. How, how passionate about it are yeah you? exactly it's, well at least it's very easy to be passionate when you like said your when motivation it's going well yeah, yeah exactly your motivation is so high it's i would like argue a, that that's not even passion then you no know? exactly well, yeah that's a good point yeah yeah because yeah. right, yeah. you find out you find out how bad you really want it when mm. when the chips are down and yeah. they stay down yeah yeah i think that's just one of the most important parts is when like just everything seems to be going to shit is like and you just keep going that's that's what makes people different like i think any world champ out there you speak to them they've had some point where in life things just to them just felt like everything was going downhill but they just kept going mm. and that, yeah. yeah that's always the the, yeah. the common consistency that you just keep on fighting yeah. through it yeah and that's what makes that's what makes people great yeah 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 um so how do you define your success now or how do you define success? Um, or what is success to you? I think like, I feel I'm the type of person who I will never feel like I'm at the point where I'm like, yes, I've done it. I can now rest. And that I always just look to go further and further and further. And I think right there, that success is like, success is just as long as like, it's you yourself, how much work you put into something. Like certainly what we are just talking about then, the motivation side of things of like, Success to me is like when you can look back through a hard time and you're like, yeah, I just pushed, I just powered pushing. through that hard time mm -hmm. and I still kept growing even through a hard time. I feel like that's like a great success right there. Like, character. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Just knowing that you just didn't give up, like you just didn't give up during something rough. Mm. You know, I feel like that's a great success. Right Do you now. feel like with that mentality, you can sort of leave it at whatever will be, will be results wise? Because if you know you at least gave it your all, then you can live with yourself. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. That's like that's what I mean. Like no matter the outcome, like even certainly in the sports, certainly in the fight world, like. Sometimes you can be the better fighter, but you can lose. Like there's there's hundred percent that roll of the dice right there in fights. Like sometimes you like I know some great fighters out there who like even on the regional right now, I know would probably wipe a lot of the UFC boys, but they're probably just not getting the opportunity because they've had some unlucky fights with the mm -hmm. loss. Whereas you like you could have that fight, you could roll that fight ten times and they will win nine times, but that one time happened. Everyone has a bad and day. That, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, and you know like, yeah, that guy is hundred percent better than nearly everyone on the circuit, but you look at his record and it doesn't look doesn't look like it. But simply because of his luck, it was luck. Like as in, yeah, you could like say you play those fights again, he'll beat you ten, yeah. ten like nine out of those ten times. Yeah, so. and luck, luck swings both ways. Yeah. You get a bit uh, of it sometimes, yeah. or, or not. So I, so yeah, I'm gonna say. So I feel like just like how far you certainly like say the, the fighting world of sports industry, like how far you go, like whether you become a UFC champion or not, that doesn't determine if you're like massively successful like that that looks successful from the outside but i think as a person yeah like i said your biggest success is like what we we're just saying there is like knowing you put your all in you went out there you just did what you wanted to do yeah, yeah you, you should feel good and like it feels crap to lose but you know if you put all your all your work in and stuff like that whether you win or lose you're going to feel good like certainly in the future i feel like once you're an old man you look back and you know like oh yeah i'd put in everything yeah, yeah. that'll feel good yeah. yeah whereas if you think back about man i cut so many corners mm -hmm. then you'll be like feel pretty shit yeah because yeah. i was going to ask you if you do fall short of your mma goals are you still mm -hmm. going to be able to feel like you you're the man you want to be yeah for sure because i feel like after one like i already know after my run's done i'm going to go into coaching i like the coaching side of things i want to open up my own academy and stuff like that so it'll it'll continue on even once my career is over. That's not the end, mm. and that like and that's part of this success as well. Is like I feel like a lot of my success is still to come by building up other people. I get a joy. And like, a lot of your success is owed to other people, so you yeah. want to repay the favor as well. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So I'm like so I'm coaching now, like advanced striking out of ISO Health, and it's even teaching those lads. Like it's great. Like it feels awesome. And that, and I well, think, that's transcendence. Once yeah. you master a skill, and then you get to the point where you pass it on to others. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's still yet to come. That's just my next chapter in life, which I've already got lined up. Yeah, it hasn't started yet, like as in the full potential. But I already know that once my competitive career is done, I will go into coaching, and there'll be a whole nother road to success. Yeah, yeah. still got a long time to go, but hopefully before yeah. that, yeah, that, the, your fighting days are done. Yeah. Though, let's hope you get a crack at it. Yeah, yeah, same here. I think we're we're on the right path, and if we just keep doing what we're doing, we keep like just pushing, like just we're constantly growing. We'll get there. Mm. And that, yeah. So from a shy kid who used to get beat up mm. and had no confidence to an absolute weapon of a man <laughs> now, how's that warrior's mentality changed you as a man? And oh, it shaped you. Yeah, it's actually yeah like it feels great now like looking back at my childhood seeing where i was and where i've come to um like i'm i feel like i'm very proud of certainly my mind like that like how much my mind has grown one of the things i'm very proud of is the way i think now i just try and think like positive about absolutely everything and that as in there's a lot of negative stuff in the past now it's, everything's just to do with positivity anything that's not positive is just chucked aside i look back now and just think how i sort of changed that mindset from being quite negative and that to now everything's quite positive i feel like that's a great achievement what, what's been you know? key to being able to change that um surroundings definitely like the people around you and like you find out who's like okay you're probably not the best for like if i want to be successful i'm going to sort of drift away from him push him aside like yeah and then i was like oh yeah this guy's got great goals great motivation like he's got great like his morals are really good cool i'm going to start hanging out with this guy more yeah so and surrounding that, yourself with the right people and and being the right person yourself yeah Yes, yeah. and sometimes it's hard. Like, there's sometimes there's people in your life who like you grew up with, and they're quite like you feel like you owe yeah. them something, but yeah, but really, see, they're not even good for you. They're not yeah. good for you, and you do have to. Like, it's hard for a lot of people, certainly for like family or like loved ones, and that. Sometimes you do have to act, like if you want to go far, like you got to push them aside. Mm. As sometimes horrible as that sounds, of like pushing your own friends and family aside, like, but in reality sometimes they're the ones who bring you down yeah, sometimes you gotta make some real tough calls and like just 
push aside some people who like they might mean a lot to you but they're not good for you mm. yeah so just that toxic that's the bad thing is sometimes like some toxic people can be addictive like some people can love hanging around like someone who's toxic and like yeah, it's trying to actually realize you can't afford to have any of that yeah. in your life. Yeah, and you see a lot like I know, oh, man. I think we all know someone out there who is caught up around toxic people, and you can see the damage it's doing to them, but they don't want to believe it. Mm. Yeah, it's trying to realize, like, you're trying to recognize that for yourself. Yeah, and know that it will flow into you and it will affect yeah. you and what you want to do. I think nearly everyone out there has a friend who's like. Like certainly relationships are big things nothing to do with MMA but like how many people are in a toxic relationship where like yeah, they can just see their friend who's miserable and like it's bringing them down yeah, yeah. bringing them down they're like their job's going to shit like their health's going to shit stuff like that their f- friends and family are starting to like I don't know, lose interest as in they're getting pissed off at them and stuff like that and they're so caught up in this one toxic person who they're losing everything for them mm-hmm. Like it's trying to get rid of stuff like that. Yeah, or yeah. a to- toxic habit, like yeah. you know, um, behavior can yeah. be that as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, hundred percent. Doing yeah. something you shouldn't be doing. And there's there's a lot of levels to that as well. For that little minor things to anything huge, like a gambling problem mm. or like alcohol stuff like that. Obviously, they're like very like easy. You'd think most people would be able to recognize that and just be like, all right, I'm gonna stop doing drugs. Like drugs are pretty bad. Like probably yeah. shouldn't do that. Yeah, but um, it's not that simple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's exactly. That's what I mean. Like yeah. when when you get too caught up in something toxic yeah, it's, it's very hard for some people just to but like I'm quitting I go cold turkey on that it's very hard yeah, yeah so stay in yeah. the gym yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and I found just over the years like, I took it a long time but so over the years I just started like just picking out the people who were like really good for me and stuff like that the good environments and stuff like that and then yeah so that's built up my character massively mm. right, yeah cool man yeah. Uh, well thanks so much for uh, your time and, and coming to chat to me on the podcast and it's yes so interesting to hear about your journey and um, yeah you are an inspiring individual just because your your heart that you're shown and the attitude that you've got sticking out this over all this time and you know still working working nights and i mean hopefully i don't have to do that for much longer waiting yeah yeah, waiting waiting for your shot and fighting through it and getting back up when you get knocked down yeah i just hope you get get a proper crack at it soon oh thanks man i appreciate that Yeah. yeah That's it for this episode. If you're getting some value out of the show, please help us out with a quick rate and review on Apple Podcasts. All our podcasts are recorded in video, so follow Young Blood Men's Health Matters on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Young Blood Media, to get the full picture. And please leave us a comment if anything resonates. We love hearing from you. You're more than welcome to join our inner circle by signing up for our e-news through our website, youngbloodmedia.com.au. And most importantly, please share this podcast with anyone in your life who might need it. We're all about reaching as many people as we can. A special thank you to our sponsors and our local business supporters who back the work we're doing. We're all in this together and we need all the help we can get. Until next time, this is Youngblood. Thanks for being part of the mission.